This and every episode of Wrecked Podcast is brought to you by Beeksy Exchange, an upcoming cryptocurrency exchange built in collaboration with One Market Data. Beeksy is bringing legacy finance speed, power, and sophistication to crypto for the first time. With 225,000 transactions per second per pair, comparable to NASDAQ, 15 order types on day one, with 25 order types on full rollout, and a dedicated customer support team, Beeksy is setting itself apart from the competition. Check out Beeksy today at Beeksy.com and pre-register today at Beeksy.com slash registration to get your free Beeksy exchange tokens. That's Beeksy.com, B-E-A-X-Y dot com. I'm not so fast and this is wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu Betts alongside my esteemed colleagues and co-hosts. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? I was off for 16 days and this is my first day back to work. And uh, yeah, I really hated it. Um, Yeah, and it was like, weather was shitty too. Uh, You know, it was freezing rain here all day. Uh, Driving around was a pain in the ass. Uh, So overall... Uh, the only cherry on top of this uh, this day is we get to talk to uh, we get to talk to not so fast. So that's that's a good day, uh, but it definitely did not start off good. Uh, that's rough. Well, I was, I, days we were talking before the show, and I said one week off of work is good because you don't you know you don't have enough time to really contemplate not working. Uh, two weeks off, you're like, <laughs> this is really good. How can I figure out how not to work ever again? Like, I just want to be <laughs> Do this all work. the time. <laughs> um, and then you're just depressed when you have to go back. Yeah, it's rough. Cynthia, how about you? How are you doing this, e- t- this evening? Yeah, I'm good. My kids go back to school tomorrow, so I'm celebrating. They've uh, been out of school opposite. for... Yeah, they've been out of school for that many days, and I'm like, please, God, open the schools. Take my children. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah. we have a very special guest with us. You know him from Crypto Twitter. You know him, definitely one of the most prominent guys out there. Not so fast. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm good, uh, Bunchy. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's I, I foresee fun... A fun little chat ahead of us. Absolutely, and we are—we've been looking forward to this one. So we do definitely appreciate you taking the time um, to join us on our little podcast here. So we appreciate it. Um, we're looking forward to it, and let's just uh, let's get right into it here. So um, we like to start, you know, whenever we have a guest on, just getting right into how did you become not so fast what got you into crypto uh you know where did you start when was it all that kind of stuff okay so um going back to that i think everybody has a story where they first heard about it and then later on they fomo (laughs) and like i think that's just that just has to be the way it goes with anything that's kind of new and alien at the beginning and sort of completely different and since this is money, like everybody kind of knows what money is from an early, early time in their lives. And then it's um, something, you know, crypto is completely different in, in, in the way you would look at money. So sure. 2011, I read about it on the Boing Boing blog, <laughs> which is kind of just like a random tech blog. <laughs> Sounds like a great blog. It's, it's like pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Um, a, li- a little less awesome now. It's past its heyday. But anyway, they they talked about Bitcoin and um, there were a lot of skeptics around it. And they were sort of saying, yeah, this is like libertarian money. So I thought, oh, you know, I'm, I'll go as far as I'll download a wallet and I'll see what I can do with it. Sure. So if I had opened the wallet console and typed set generate true minus one in there, I would have just started getting a few Bitcoins maybe. But I didn't bother doing that. I was like, oh, this is so sketchy looking. Um, just forget about it. <laughs> and I didn't do anything about it. And uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, end of 2013, um, I saw a Dogecoin meme on Imager. Uh, it's just a, like an image meme sharing site. And I thought, yeah. wait, they made, made a coin out of this? Okay, this is cool. <laughs> and like everybody, like so many people from sort of my cohort got brought on 
by Dogecoin. Through and Doge, back then, yeah. yeah, yeah. So back then, your your whole take was, well, I can go to these sketchy websites and enter captchas and get like a tiny amount from faucets, or I could like buy some on eBay. But I'm not spending real money on fake money, so <laughs> I'll just get a GPU from my computer, and I'll, you know, I can maybe sell it to a gamer if everything goes to to crap on this. So, uh, so that's what I did, and that that's how I started being a miner. Like I built computers a bit before and everything but uh never kind of like that but it was fun like the whole community was so crazy inclusive like that i i'm i'm probably remembering it through rose colored uh sunglasses <laughs> or whatever you call it but uh but it seemed like everybody was out there just like yeah you want and some of this you're talking about like, like this is how you do it like <laughs> Doge specifically. So I was a Dogecoin maximalist. I was like, yes. screw this libertarian coin. <laughs> I, if I ever get any of that, I'm going to dump it straight for Dogecoin because nobody wants this <laughs> stuffy, like, orange weird coin when they could have, like, something mimetic <laughs> and fun. And, like, so, and, you know, eventually I sort of realized, like, okay, like, Dogecoin's awesome and it will always have a special place in my heart, I guess. But, you know, there, there's, there's a reason why, like, Bitcoin's. Uh, probably going to do pretty well over the long term compared to some of this, all this other stuff but it was it was an on-ramp like the friendliest on-ramp i would argue that we've ever got you know like yeah this is not worth anything get into it because it's fun and you know it might be worth something but the fact that it's worth only a tiny tiny amount right. is is probably good you know there's there's very little risk involved and you know a- after that there's with all the ICO stuff and everything, there's a lot more of a hype machine surrounding it. And like a, you're going to make a bunch of money that you, then you can lord over <laughs> all your friends at Thanksgiving. And you know, like, th- that's a little, that's a little more yeah. dangerous of a narrative than, well, uh, than fu- Dogecoin was. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. My family hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas <Yeah>. 2018. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very cold room, no matter how many Yule yeah. logs blazing it's, on it's the fire yeah. there. It's funny you mentioned, uh, that's yeah, funny. Funny you mentioned Dogecoin. Ahead, the Jamie. only person like uh, that I speak crypto to like in real life is a guy mm-hmm. that, you know, he's a gamer uh, that got into Dogecoin probably, you know, same time you did. But for some reason, it didn't yep. hook him. Like you know, I think I think crypto has like a ninety nine percent success rate for hooking people. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh yeah, like I, I got like he was talking, you know, whatever it was two three years ago, getting into Doge, and mm-hmm. or maybe I guess maybe three or four years ago, but getting into Doge and having a wallet and you know he, you know trading it for stuff and uh, but just strictly Doge. That's all he ever got into. And then, so, you know, last, you know, yeah. last year when I started getting into it, I was talking to him about it and it caught, it kind of got him going again on it. But yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I haven't looked at that in years. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, Doge. Yeah. He's, he's probably, probably he's got so much Doge. <laughs> oh, he got a beautiful surprise then probably. Yeah, right. Exactly. Cool. Well, I think it's funny. I, I think we've, you know, we've talked to a lot of people, like you said, that got their start really mining doge and stuff like that so um you're definitely not alone in that one i i feel like uh you know and i i listen to a bunch of the other podcasts and a lot of people they have on their first experience was with doge so um i think that's pretty interesting yeah it was a really big cohort you know like a really big on-ramp and um, probably and like arguably really more that, so right? than ethereum or anything else right like it's probably bitcoin and then doge yeah, you know, maybe. Um, I, yeah, you gotta wonder with Ethereum because I wasn't really. Yeah, I, I was a, a skeptic. A lot of people for were probably its first two years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, why would? How could mm-hmm. you possibly at that time? Right now, now you're a little more used to it. But at that time, like 2014, how could you spend your? The only people spending like money on the Ethereum ICO that didn't actually give a workable product till over a year later, and how you could trade right. like the pre tokens on bitrex or whatever um that's a big leap of faith to take you know it was rewarded extremely handsomely but like at the time you had no idea sure that's crazy so you're so then you're back in it now at 2013 and now you're hooked for life yeah yeah um how did you i mean that sounds like you that's how you got your start into mining but how did it become you know the next your your passion it's it's weird like i've never been the type of person to sort of 
just quit anything until long after the horse is dead and my foot is sore from kicking it. So, you know, I was just straight up like I I had I had it all figured out um in order to like minimize my um the damage that would get done to me if if it all fell apart tomorrow, right? And this was always what I said. I, I was like, "All right, I'll I'll get a bunch of uh crappy old computers, whatever they are. I'll set them up in this like workshop where I pay flat rate rent." And, uh, you know, the landlord's maybe not going to notice the extra electricity that I'm sucking down. Right. So I've got all these, like, old Frankensteins just clobbering away at uh, various crypto mining networks. And uh, I figured, like, all right, I'll just, I'll just get a bunch of bags. Like, they didn't cost me as much as they would normally. So I can afford to be a little bit cavalier with looking around and mining garbage and accumulating garbage. <laughs> and I'll just keep doing this as long as it's still fun. And, you know, if it's not fun, the rigs just kind of sit there and, and earn you a bit of money while you're um, for the couple months that you're taking some time off. And then suddenly, like, 2017 happens and you realize, like, what the heck? Like, this is actually <laughs> a real thing. But, you know, there's also, like, the discussion and everything on it with uh, with Twitter. Uh, there's so much drama going on, and there always has been. You know, like, there's no fewer scams today than there were back then. And some people that, like perpetuated a bunch of different scams or somehow still around and you know not in jail or anything because it was all <laughs> fake money at the time so it's it's really weird but but something else that kept me involved was at the start i noticed all the scammers that were out there and i thought all right it will be good for i it was just called like bitcoin the bitcoin space if i try to be a version of me that like is always honest and is always trying to do the right thing and setting a good example because mm -hmm. there's lots of bad examples here. So if sure. I just try to set a good example, you know, maybe I will be the change that I want to see in crypto. And it's so cheesy, <laughs> um, but like it makes you, it, it affects the other aspects of your life. Like I started being like a more decent version of, a, of myself, like outside of crypto and outside of Twitter. And it worked out nicely. Like I became a, per a version of myself that I like more. And so I, that, that sort of self-fulfilling prophecy is addicting. And <laughs> so it's good to be, it's good to do the right thing. Um, when you can, right? Like I fuck up all the time, but like everybody <laughs> does. Right. So, so it was sort of like, Setting a good example created well, a positive. I was going to say, too, and there's a difference sure. between what you're doing as far as, like you said, just kind of being the best version of yourself versus, and you know, you see it, and it's not just in crypto, but people that are almost faking that, you know what I mean? Like the, the yeah, fluffiness, yeah, I was just gonna you know say what I'm that. saying? Like you see a lot of fluffy tweets out there that just might be, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I... I I, I know exactly what you're saying. And and here's where I can let, I you know, I, yeah. I've been annoyed by it as, as we all have. Here's where I can let those people off the hook. I realized this like a few weeks ago. They, crypto Twitter became like this massive crazy thing on its own, just completely on its own. And like there's all this talk about people sa like saying, oh, it, it, the market's uh, still got to <laughs> capitulate more and get these people out no. of it. And like these people aren't going anywhere. They could have lost their last cent, but they have like a follower mm -hmm. count in the thousands or tens of thousands. And a lot of people like that's value irrespective of like anything they have in wallets or anything like that. That's something they're going to hang on to. So, you know, it, they're trying to make everybody, they're trying to shore up the lifeboat yep. until the next bull market. No, I and like that, it's, there's it's nothing positive. That. At least I think that's positive. awesome. <laughs> Yeah, at least you're being positive. Chamber, Chamber, all you need is, you know, 10x your followers, oh, and maybe you could that's not the work. Dream. <laughs> that's <laughs> the dream. I have trouble being positive. Yeah, but well, I have about 10x of here, you guys, Cynthia, and I still right? have, have to, to work, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I rub that in my face all the time. Well, <laughs> not, not so fast. In the, are you in the 100,000 now? Oh, he's like way, way ahead. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because uh, there was a conversation earlier this week about like bots yeah. and weirdness. And like the oh, yeah. during the bull market, like it was ridiculous watching my follower count. Right. I'm like, there's no way this is real. But then, <laughs> And then afterwards, it's been stuck. Like I haven't gained or lost any. So it's a, at 148K. But that's just like a weird number, right? It's just like, what? Who are these people? Most of them so must you, be not. I don't know. I don't know if you do anymore. this, but I do this sometimes. Do you ever look at like people, like celebrities or whoever, you know, sports figures that you like and be like, huh, I have more followers than them? Or, you know what I mean? Anything like that? You ever do that? 
Yeah, no, okay, absolutely. Okay, super safe, guilty safe here, space. but yeah, I've done that. Like, just, you know, if I see some, like, yeah, if my if my girlfriend's watching, like, some reality show, and I'm like, oh, that person's, like, kind of the, the main troll of this show. I yeah. wonder, like, if they're big on Twitter and stuff. And, like, anytime I've been like, oh, man, I'm so much bigger than them, it's usually that they're, like, they have, right. like, two million yeah. Instagram followers, and Twitter's just, right. like, a, a namespace holdover. <laughs> so, really, the joke's so on me. For I'm guilty of this, too. So, uh, <laughs> I am... Bu- Nice. Who, who, wait, who the hell? Who are you, you bigger than? Know. Know. Right, exactly. uh, who are you and I just crossed two thousand over the weekend. Uh, yeah, no, no big deal. Yay, no big deal. Congrats. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, we were, I don't know how it came up, but you of all people would remember being a fellow Canadian like myself. Remember Snow, uh, Informer, you know, from the early nineties. More followers yeah. than Snow. Yeah. Uh, so I was. <laughs> wow. Oh my! Big, yeah, yeah. Really? I, I was. I was <laughs> I was that walking around pretty content with myself too. when I saw <laughs> that. <laughs> this I mean, is this like is when Snow we all at, at, when we close 100%. this podcast we all go listen to that song. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna see if I can drop it in here at some point. Uh, hey, please do that. We'll, we'll just I'll start grooving to it. Oh, Amazing. that's so funny. So, um, yeah. Well, that actually, you know, they probably no, didn't have they, Twitter. They, when I don't Snow think they had the internet. Really popular. No, they didn't. Yeah. They barely right, had exactly. the internet. They had Napster, <laughs> I think. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I, that's pretty cool. Um, so then you got super into mining. Um, what advice would you give some people out there that might be new to it or um, looking to get more involved? Um, I, you know, I, I got into mining probably way over my head the f- in <laughs> last year and you know now my rigs are kind of just sitting there because i can't even make my money back so <laughs> yeah you know, it, how about some advice hard. yeah okay so so i'm not saying the way i did it is right for everyone but i was trying to go like all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let my inner cheapness fly on this and so like i didn't i i bought one brand new gpu at the very beginning for dogecoin and like it took forever to make that money back if i even did and i thought all right this is the wrong way to go about it like i should really plan it out better and like uh look at the calculations whatever calculations i can make on how much i'll actually make and how long it'll take to pay off and what um, the you know the price of Bitcoin would have to be for me to you know break even on this in six months or in like two years or whatever and and realize like all right like if if the price of Bitcoin goes down I'm gonna be paying through the nose for electricity like there's a lot more planning that you have to do before you buy a bunch of equipment and and get involved or you don't have to do it but it's nice to do it and just kind of know what's involved in front of you because there's no worse feeling than having this hardware at home that you spent all this time building and you now now it's finally running and stable and you want to like go mine some coins and then it's like oh this is costing me three bucks of electricity a day and it's making me 30 cents like this sucks (laughs) this sucks a lot this is not what i signed up for right and and so you have to sort of realize in advance that like this is what people weren't realizing all 2014 and 2015 and i was sort of looking around the used marketplaces and if i saw somebody selling a rig for like what must have been around or below the cost of parts i'd be like yo i'm taking that i'm snapping (laughs) that up i'm putting it in my free electricity workshop like i had thought way too much about this and i'd sort of finessed a situation or a setup where i was kind of getting a lower um a lower bar to jump over than everybody else so find an edge like in trading it's an edge uh, i kind of figured out a mining edge and it kept me and my rigs up and running uh for many months uh even while other people you know might have had to shut them down so like you can spend a bunch of money on a bunch of high-end rigs and pay full retail price and like just hammer away at it and in a bull market that'll probably do you fine but then you know the the decision to turn them off might come a lot sooner than you expect so it's (laughs) nice to just like (laughs) not put up as much as you you might you know uh, uh, as as you might think to and it's just another version of fomo right like i spent more on my first couple of gpus than i spent on the next like 10 so yeah you uh, temperance of your own fomo is uh is a probably the best way to stay in the game and that's that's not Mm -hmm. just with mining that's with trading and everything too right i bought the i pretty much bought the top of the gpu market so (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there were none on the shelves la- for yeah. a lot of the time last year. So, yep. So that was me. Um, yeah. And then you know, like, how do you how do you, how do you decide? Hey, this is something I might want to, you know, get a bag of. Um, you know, what kind of goes into your process there? So there's um there's a lot that does. There's some obvious ones like where there's some a lot of buzz around in technology that's pushed forward a little bit so now there's all the the mimble wimble coins that are coming out this month like beams at the start of the month and then grin i think is still on the 15th that's launching so those are like um a new version of full end-to-end privacy for cryptocurrency uh and it's you know done a little bit better than something like monero or zero cash uh or <laughs> zcash i should say um and there's a lot of there's a lot of like conjecture around the stuff and a lot of people think it's going to be really big um and that's all good like i choose to mine that stuff too but also where um my my skills and not just mine but like lots of other deep diggers for shit coins they look on the bitcoin talk announcements page and they just make assessments um once you see like 12 or 20 shit coins being launched per day as it was sort of in 2014 and 2015 you get to make snap judgments pretty quickly and in many cases there will be a coin that launches with little or no information and it just looks like garbage but Mm -hmm. there's something else to it and you can't really tell what it might have been but sometimes developers will release with not very much information so a lot of people will pass on it and then mine like heck themselves and then like two weeks after they've had a chance to mine with a quote-unquote fair launch they put all these beautiful graphics in the announcement and they're like yo this is what this actually is so the coin i have in mind when i talk about this is one called crave which is actually still around after something like 15 takeovers um but it launched with like a five line announcement (laughs) and it just had some extra weird stuff like um something called like a magic number or whatever which is some was something to do with its own take on uh the the privacy tech at the time which didn't end up meaning anything but then later on the uh developer added all these crazy graphics and all this uh all these this highfalutin roadmap and it went from something like a eight or nine hundred satoshi mining cost uh it hit eight hundred thousand satoshi on bitrex in a massive pump like just a ridiculous ridiculous like that 1000 x from from mining costs to where wow. uh, where it finally blew off. Um, that was, you know, 2015. That can't really happen anymore, but maybe it can. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's that there have been some pretty insane wins. I haven't been involved with them so much in 2018 as, uh, as I could have been, but uh, I know BitTube or IPBC mm-hmm. was, uh, right. was a massive one. Some people mined mm-hmm. it for less than one Satoshi. Uh, on the first wow. couple of days, and wow. uh, you know, it hit like three thousand. So that's a that's a good good one from this year. That's awesome. Yeah, well, thank, yeah. Thanks for uh, sharing those with us. And now yeah, no you problem. know, uh, we wouldn't be wrecked podcast if we didn't ask you some <laughs> of your your best wrecked stories. So yeah, of course. you got any of those? I mean, you you've been around for quite a while in in crypto years, so I'm sure you might have one or two of those that you could share with so us. So can I can I go like you know way into the outfield and just and give you one from like pre yeah, crypto sure. trading, like from, sure. from long before? <laughs> All right, Absolutely. so. Um, I was a I was a prop trader in the early 2000s, which meant I traded a firm's money and I got to keep a percentage of the winnings. Oh. And uh, you know, if I lost money, <laughs> I got fired. So just fired. don't lose money. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did that for a bit. Yeah, don't lose money. So I was I was doing really great. You could uh, it was just scalping, like just pure parasitism, making a few cents on a trade here and there over a few minutes. And um, once um, th- I, I thought I was good at it, so I quit and I did it from home. And um, I borrowed 80 grand from my dear, dear aunt. That's a lot. Aunt, That's a lot of cake. Uh, my goodness. <laughs> oh my to God. fund my account. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you kind of know where this might this be going. This already so sounds terrible. I was, I was doing awesome. <laughs> I was doing awesome, awesome. I was doing, I was doing <coughs> fine. And then um, what happened was they switched the uh, New York Stock Exchange's system from... Uh, where one dude called a specialist would sort of batch and process all the trades and give you a little better here. And, you know, basically a guy ripping off retail for his friends and you just parasite on with his friends. Uh, Changing from that system to a sort of more 
they called it hybrid, but it was more automated. And what happened was people started just letting their computers run bot orders for them, which is very common nowadays, but back then it was sort of a new thing. And all of a sudden with all this bot spam, I couldn't read like the order book or use any of the like chart reading or tape reading that, uh, that I was relying on before to make money. So I didn't know when to quit again, hearkening back to that, um, that blessing slash curse of my particular personality. And, um, I just, you know, I would have like a losing month maybe once a year, but then I started having a losing month and then another one and then another one. And I strung together 14 losing months before I quit. Oh, I whittled oh my God. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, um, it, it affected a whole lot and it took me 10 years to climb out of that hole and oh bless my, my aunt, you know, for taking the risk on me. Um, it, it took a long time to sort of make that yeah. right within the entire oh. family. I was regarded <laughs> oh as just like, uh, uh, just like a pissant thief for a long time. And like, this oh is not a story God. that I've really shared publicly before at all, but like it, it, it's enough that of a cautionary tale, like, you know, I learned many, many things. And one thing is like, if you can avoid borrowing from family, Wow. just avoid it Probably it's not better. worth the heartache it's not <laughs> oh. worth the heartache and i thought God. i'd have a, a redemption story when i finally you know paid off all the debts and stuff but no they just didn't yeah. think i was You're such just a back to normal now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, now man. we don't hate him <laughs> oh. Oh my, my goodness so uh you get any of those family members into crypto uh i I try not to tell them about that stuff. So <laughs> like they know I'm an enthusiast, but they also know that I suck at most things like that to do with finance. But this is good operational security too. Like if they think I'm a broke ass, like no matter what happens, then they're not going to bug me about it too much. So they think I'm an enthusiast. They don't really know about like, you know, Twitter or anything like that. And I'll, You're I'll keep it that way. You're still the nephew who lost 80 grand. I'm still the dumbass nephew. <laughs> Oh my God, that's that's oh a really great God. story. Um, that goes, ah, that's gotta go very close to the top, the... if not the tippy top. <laughs> I think it may be the top. Auntie well, Elaine's oh. eighty grand. Sorry, Auntie Elaine. Auntie, hashtag Auntie Elaine. <laughs> it is what we're going with wow. for this episode, Chamber. Write it down. Hashtag God, that's Auntie amazing. Um, oh goodness me. So. <laughs> Man, that is a pretty awesome wreck story, though. <laughs> like you said, though, lots of lessons in there for yeah. sure. Um, you know, uh, I think the borrowing from family is a good one. I was there uh, a would promise try to avoid that, like, a, like, like the plague. I have so many questions. Was <laughs> yeah, there's, there's going to be now, a few. <laughs> when, you, when you set up this agreement with Auntie Elaine, is it Elaine? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. Was, was there okay, uh, you know, you're going to lend me 80,000 and I'm going to give you back 100,000 or was it just a nice, you know, was it just a nice $80,000 lend? Bless her ever-loving heart. She did not expect interest. Wow. She uh, yeah, she was just like uh, I, ex I explained it to her at great length because it was a you know a lot for an elderly and yes, woman to uh, understand. Second question: like, you know, I, I did my very best to make sure. Yeah, the ballpark. Oh gosh, we're gonna say we're gonna say like like smack in the middle of the seventies, <sighs> her seventies. So like you know, sh I'm but, just thinking um, about the rest of the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah so just, were you, know, you able to pay her back before? Is is Aunt Elaine still with us? Um. Okay, I'm I'm a real uh, I, I'm a I'm a real shithead for this, but though I was not able to r make uh, make good on my debt before her passing. Oh, oh no. no, no, no. So so yeah, it was um it was a real unfortunate thing. Um, I you know I I had I had chipped well, away. At she a could large see you were making progress. It. Um, that's good. I think. Yes, yeah, she could. Okay. She could see I was yeah. making pro and it. And honestly, like it wasn't her life savings or anything. It wasn't like I need to borrow like I need to borrow from like seven there was family a members to get eighty grand. <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> yeah, like, that was my question. It was uh, how many family members said no before Auntie Elaine said yes. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I wasn't me sniffing around for. It. I was. Uh, yeah, you don't seem like a actually, sniffer. 
you know, offered to fund yeah, the Yeah, venture. I'm like, he seems yeah, like a nice you seem like a I wasn't sniffer. sniffing. I wasn't sniffing. <laughs> I was actually I was actually a bit of a a bit of a doof. Like uh, I, I there was a whole like guilt thing as well about like I should really you know, she lent me all this money for my business. Like I gotta spend more time with her. And so I was the one <laughs> uh, a, a few more trips to eat all the shrimp at nice. like the, the Chinese buffet and stuff with her. Like you know, <laughs> good time. <laughs> but yeah, it brought me it That's brought me nice. closer to her in a, in a bunch of ways too. So like, you know, yeah, it That's was cool. it was cool. Yeah. Like it was uh, much more complex than it would seem on its face, as y- as you might well know. But like, uh, yeah, I hope I'm not doxing myself with this either. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, maybe oh Auntie Elaine's uh, Auntie Elaine's name and identification have That's been right. changed for the purpose of this story. <laughs> and, and if you get doxed, we'll just switch That's places so funny, and make sure oh everybody thinks you're me. <laughs> <laughs> there is a slight we could maybe, we could maybe. <laughs> a little there bit is. a little bit that's funny you totally is that's hilarious man that is an <laughs> awesome erect story thank you for sharing that um, oh you know, glad to thanks for dragging it out of me yeah our listeners <laughs> love <laughs> i'm like, so sorry know, that's the best part of this podcast, oh my in God. my opinion, is we, we actually have a lot of uh, people that come on and they're like, I've never said those things out loud to anybody <laughs> before. Yeah, but you, know, you got to know, you, got, you have to bring an A-game We've story. had some like, pretty good ones that, like that. that uh, who was the one that was working at the, um, at the site and the guy fell and died? And that was he, OJ. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> was it OJ? Yeah, that oh, was OJ. Oh no, wait, no, wait. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think that was yes, it. And he had no, the boner? No, wait. He died with God. the boner? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah. what? He that died was OJ. Boner, so if memory serves me correct. <laughs> yes. No. That this, didn't factor this, into my story. He came he came well, correct yeah. with the story. That was uh Goodness yeah, we all, we usually ask, you know, a a crypto wreck story and then like a real life wrecked story, and that was his real life wrecked story. So um, he witnessed somebody die with a boner, and now we're off the rails. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. That's and really here we rough. are. But anyway, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, now <laughs> we're going to get into the news. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Chamber, All right, kick hot off the us press, off. Guys. Coinbase says Ethereum Classic attack included five hundred thousand dollars in double spends. Um, yeah, aren't you, a big e- aren't you a big ETC guy? <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was mining You're it for a, a long time. I I still have I still have my bags because they're totally underwater at this point. But um, you were asking some fifty one percent attack questions before the show. Yes, and I said we have a perfect guest that could so, probably answer these questions. So uh, not so fast. <laughs> if you could, if if you could riddle me this. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a bunch of before, and I said, "Isn't Ethereum Classic one of the oldest chains? Is that am I wrong there? It's 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 pretty yeah. old." Uh, it's pretty old. Like, isn't it very yeah, difficult yeah, to fifty-one percent hack these older chains? Like, it depends on what's out there. Um, and uh, Ethereum has most of the ETH hash. hash yeah, rate, I was gonna right? say they lost a lot of their hash power because of Ethereum. So technically, I wouldn't think. I think it would be easier. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, if there's a lot of sort of spare mm-hmm. or idle hash rate out there, um, especially when people have started to turn rigs it's almost like off idling in the bear market, right? Yeah, it's almost like idling or turned off, and so there's a lot of sort of loose hash rate out there that could be used. Like, oh well, this stuff's just sitting there. How am I going to make some money? Maybe I'll go <laughs> dark side and I'll put it all online and I'll make a private pool. And, uh, you know, Ethereum Classic hash rate is way, way low, lower than it's ever been for a really long time. So it's only going to cost me about five grand an hour to do a hundred block deep reorganization of a double spend. So I have a Mm -hmm. big underwater bag of Ethereum Classic. I'm going to double spend that to myself and to an exchange. And then I'm going to mine my own chain with this $5,000 uh, for mm-hmm. an hour for or however long for uh, 100 blocks and then I'm going to replace the main Ethereum Classic chain with my own and uh, in the meantime dump all my ETC on the exchange take the uh, $550,000 in return for the uh, 10 or 15 or 20 grand that I spent to rent all this uh, all these GPUs that weren't doing anything 
and um there there you have it and uh a lot of these 51 percent attacks have been going on for the past like couple years uh in 2017 bull market paradise almost nobody cared uh exchanges would see the dump and just uh freeze the wallet compensate all their users and it wasn't even a big deal for them now um you know people the money's drying up and uh where you'll see i mean where you saw it back back then in like the 2014 2015 bear market was like trying to hack individual users with trojans to get their wallets that were on their computers now we're seeing the the greater honeypots are the kind of second strongest or second most valuable chain from a particular proof of work hashing algorithm so like bitcoin cash for example has a sha-256 mining algorithm same thing as big daddy bitcoin btc so like it's it's a sitting duck if ethereum classic can be hacked because uh there's so much available gpu hash rate like things don't look good for second placers or third placers or anything like it's almost just uh the prime channel for a specific coins hash rate or you know just be small enough and crappy enough that nobody really wants to attack you yet yeah so this is the consolidation that uh a lot of people have talked about for a long time and it's sort of playing out as uh as it did today that's probably the best explanation <laughs> we would have ever given so uh, well, thank uh, you yeah that like uh that was pretty darn good so <laughs> the you know the not so fast mm-hmm. just dropping hot fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's uh that was i think <laughs> i think that's uh better than what you could have done chamber so <laughs> yeah it's definitely better than what i could have so, done uh, chamber reading chamber reading that news story uh, you yeah. could have not so fast could have wrote the fucking news story <laughs> No, uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to write that yeah. story. That br- it breaks my heart too. I mean, I got a bag of ETCs just sitting there getting wrecked. So uh, same, yeah, same, yeah. Anyway, uh, to Cynthia, what do you got for the news? I have that uh, New York's Governor Cuomo has signed a bill that will put in place a cryptocurrency task force. Um, apparently, um, what was this signed? today i think so uh yeah i think so um the task force of experts will help us strike the balance between having a robust blockchain industry and cryptocurrency economic environment while at the same time protecting investors and consumers uh you know new york is trying to solidify its place as this you know global hub for technology and innovation um and i mean i think it's a good thing um uh, regulation is something that, that is coming and the sooner the better I think um, they the AG's office actually had sent out um, some questions questionnaires um, to get information for this bill that they were going to sign uh, to some of the bigger exchanges and Tyler Winklevoss uh, was one the of them one? Jim and I and said that he was all for it <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just know the Winklevi is like one unit. There's, a, there's always so a good looking twin. Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, the ugly one. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, 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 uh, say, like, you and not so fast. Uh, uh, I'm the, the Tyler Winklevi. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. What is um, so? And then, wait, and then I, th- I think I saw here that. Yeah, Winklevoss said he was pro, and then yeah, the he was all for Kraken. it. And then the guy from Kraken was like, "How dare you give me this thirty-four point demand with two weeks? I don't have time for this. You don't respect my business. I have a roadmap. I have a roadmap. Just map, very people, road <laughs> negative. Yeah. And yeah, I have a roadmap. Well, so, I think yeah. for the most part, uh, the Kraken guy Jesse Powell and the state of New York are." not the best friends yeah do they just not want to do anything with crypto is that yes that's what i'm reading well they we have like in new york it's like the thing with the bit license and all that stuff and they only have a certain amount that they're going to give away so like you know new york as a whole is not very pro uh crypto at the moment but so you know i it could be changing i guess which would be nice but being uh, from new york you probably know better than i do um right around when the bit license dropped it seemed like what they were trying to do is be like 
no, no, none of this like decentralized, like permissionless finance stuff. We are the finance center. Correct. We are yes. going to drop these regs and everybody yeah. has to do it our way. Mm-hmm. And then what ended up happening is regulation is like censorship. A favorite quote from of mine from some old like cypherpunk. It says uh, regulations like, uh, you know, it, uh, the internet or any network will interpret it as damage and just route around it. So what happened? Yeah. All the business went to all the other states except yep. New York. And now yeah. this is probably just like damage control and like reversing or mitigating or moving the pendulum back the other way so that they can actually get some Well, you look at places like, um, obviously like San yep. Francisco is going to be big for stuff like this. But I, I think of Chicago is probably yeah. one of the biggest beneficiaries of all the New York stuff. There, Chica- Chicago so is a hotbed. Much stuff going and in Chicago. if yeah. New York hadn't, you know, hadn't been doing all this crazy stuff, you know, try to regulate everything. That pro- all that business probably would have stayed in New York. Speaking of Chicago Chamber, <laughs> do you want to take this moment to talk sure about do. your new favorite addiction? Because <laughs> <Ooh>. sh- <laughs> yes, they are, they are based they're, in they're based in Chicago, right? Um, I've been playing uh, <laughs> Moonwrecked. Uh, I'm, I'm beta testing it with a bunch of other uh, bunch of other folks, uh, and it is the most addictive game. Uh, it's basically you, you basically uh, get a chance to either pick moon or wrecked on the five minute uh, on the five minute charts, um, and depending on where all the money uh, where all oh the my. bets go, it weights the payout. Um, so you know if not not everybody's say you go wrecked and and everybody else goes moon. Um, you can get, you know, I think th- the other day somebody had like a 22 times payout. Uh, this thing's gonna, this thing's gonna be fun. Uh, a lot of people, are, a lot of people are having fun with it. Oh my! I, uh, I actually got what? an invite to I've beta test it. I'm trying to get a bunch of one for a couple of days. <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, that should my, be come on. My girl, <laughs> Meredith. Yeah. Shout out to she's Meredith on there. Darden. She's causing trouble. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's the one that. Uh, messaged me about it, and I need to get on there. And it's a lot it. of fun. Now that you're I highly recommend it. it. Um, yeah, I, I'll be addicted to that. I think point. she reached out to me because they were wanting yeah, more tricks. Yeah, I feel to do like it. there's only like, it's a bunch of like, bros come do it with me. It's definitely a lot of bros. Yeah. Is they, there a troll box where you can tell or something? Opened up a troll box like two days ago. So they, like every day, it's like a new little piece comes on. Um, um, so the troll box mm. just started. Uh, but I don't. I don't know. If, I haven't looked into it too much, though. The troll box. I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to it when they. <laughs> Sorry. Hopefully they'll listen to this so. show. And <laughs> I'll. I'll. I'll we'll, give you the hookup. We'll tag. We'll tag Dan and well, Dan. Yeah. And, uh, maybe they'll hook uh, and up. Perfect. Um, anyway, I. Fi- I've, I knew you wanted to talk about it at the beginning, and then I. We forgot about it. But so you triggered me with Chicago, and I went with it. So, uh, my last news story here. Um, you know, not huge, crazy news, but uh, I saw this last week and thought, oh, this is pretty cool. And then turns out, nope. So uh, this uh, this <laughs> article is Epic Games and Fortnite are not into crypto yet. So um, I think on the second or something, uh, it came out and Fluffy Pony, Ricardo Spagni from Monero, um, he tweeted that you could actually pay in the Fortnite merch store um, with Monero, and it like it went live. So um, they they Fortnite tweeted something, and then you could see in the picture that it had an option to be able to pay in uh, Monero. But Tim Sweeney uh, from from Epic Games just tweeted uh, yeah, uh, the other day and said, actually, Fortnite's brief foray into crypto was accidental. We worked with a partner to open a merchandise store, and somewhere along the way, Monero payment was enabled. So they are not going to be accepting Monero as, which wa- as what was previously reported. Um, although he says... Many at Epic are big fans of decentralized computing and underlying cryptocurrency. However, a lot more work is needed on volatility and fraud proofing before we can launch it to such a broad audience that includes our younger gamers. So um, pretty interesting that it was there and now it's not and um, would have been cool, I think. But, uh, you know, how do you guys think that happened? 
I don't know. It's they say it's accidental, and I don't think there's such thing as that. <laughs> How do you accidentally add Monero to your accepted currency? I just like there was there was an embedded shill. 100%. Someone who's like, I'm I'm going to use this to show 100%. Monero. It'll stay in there <laughs> yeah. for like 24 hours. Yep. It'll be a news Get a 5% item, maybe, pump. and like that's all we need. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. Well, it's funny because uh, somebody I did see somebody I don't remember who tweeted about like all the stuff that had happened recently in in like mainstream crypto stuff, and they were talking about you know the Litecoin sponsorship for US uh, UFC, yeah, and then this on top of it, and now obviously this is not their little stack of mm-hmm. hashtag real world use is right, uh, like the dragon chain, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. The Dragon Chain NASCAR. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, Dogecoin awesome. had a NASCAR. It had a yeah, NASCAR. they did. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, who drove it? Do you know? Oh, really? oh, Josh something. It's been a been a while since <laughs> I called back that memory, but <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right, so that's gonna do it for us for the news. We are going to get into a little rapid fire. So Chamber, you want to explain to yeah. everybody here how this So, how essentially, this is all we do is we're just going to ask you, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. bunch of questions real quick. Just to answer as uh, honestly yep. and as quickly as you can. And, uh, you know, well, it's rapid yep. fire, but it usually takes a lot longer. Uh, we usually get into depth on, on some of these answers. So, um, yeah, well, absolutely. Some, you got to unpack something that that flies yeah. out of the subconscious. I get it. I get it. <laughs> right. So, but this is more. You know, some might be crypto. Yeah. Mostly, probably not. So <laughs> let's let's oh, get shit. it started here with um, one of my one of my favorite question always is uh, what's your go to karaoke song? I'm a karaoke master, and I can oh, rock Prince yes. Kiss, but also a hundred other songs easily. Wow, yes, I love it. I was not expecting the master. answer of karaoke master. That's fantastic. So we're, we're putting together the karaoke dream team, and Not So Fast is going to be on Charlie it. Charlie Shrem's on uh, it for sure. And Charlie Shrem. Charlie Shrem. Huge. Oh, is, is, I bet he's good. Huge. Yeah, he looks like someone who'd be good. Dude, he says he goes yeah. every Saturday. Oh, my goodness. That was yeah. me once upon a time. Actually, really? KJ'd for a while. KJ'd? Um, I didn't even know that was a term. Really? That's terrific. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now you know, man. <laughs> That's KJ awesome. on the weekend not paying his aunt back. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag anti Elaine's eighty K. Hashtag KJ, KJ. I like. That's, <laughs> it's gonna take a lot of KJ <laughs> gigs to pay that back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the answer then was yeah. Prince Kiss. That's yep. a good one. Yes, um, sir. <laughs> all right. So how about let's see. <laughs> I have just a list of these here. Um that we just put together and i just laughed looking at one of them specifically Uh-oh. one of the questions is who's your favorite family member and i, <laughs> and I think we all know the answer to that yeah yeah I, um, there, there's no way i can get out of answering that any differently uh, so <laughs> how about um let's see what is who's your favorite superhero Oh my goodness! I always liked the Sick. Silver Surfer. I remember, when I yeah, was, that was uh, a good one. When I was younger. Yep. Yeah. Cool, right? No, yeah. And they haven't made a I movie about watch him that yet, movie. Have they? Yeah. All right. All right. Yep. So I'm still cool, right? Still I'm still cool. I'm still edgy because <laughs> I picked somebody uh, that there's not a movie now, about. My favorite superheroes now. I've been again. I've been off for a while, so I've been spending a lot of time with my uh, five-year-old daughter. We have been watching. I don't know if how, cool. how old you're, uh, are. Are we still children at this point with your kid? Oh, okay. Uh, All right. So you're not babies, into this yet. baby stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So the they don't know. Show, they don't know. This is my yeah, new yeah. favorite show. I think it is. Uh, maybe I just been watching too much kid stuff. Is uh, Teen Titans Go? And they are my new favorite superheroes. Oh, it's yeah, not even yeah. close. It is the best, the best show <laughs> for kids right now. So I highly recommend uh, <laughs> all parents uh, watch this. Oh my god, it's hilarious. It's all right, we'll go. We'll go with a crypto one. What is your favorite altcoin that you currently own? Favorite that I currently own? It's so hard. Okay, there's nice. this really garbagey coin. Go on. I, <laughs> I can't believe I'm giving it any airtime or attention at all. So <laughs> it's on, a call. It's says. a coin called. And don't don't breathe on my show throat. This is not a shill. Like it's so bad. <laughs> there's a YouTuber named Johnson Ming Chan. And he does like gaming, and I think he does some politics politics reviews. And he made Johnson Ming Chan coin, 
<laughs> and it's just a ridiculous little staking coin and i mined a bunch of it and then it went proof of stake and i just mined it and uh i'm still staking like a bunch of it now uh and it sells for it's not even one satoshi it's like in the lightoshi market but i got a i got a few light coins really? out, of, out of mining that's Johnson ming chan coin yeah that's, that's a deep amazing cut. i just <laughs> I, like that I is. just get I just get deep in the into the deep like the the seasides of 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 shit coins all the time just looking for like ultra ultra low acquisition cost and then like if you can get a few light coins out of something like that then you know you're, you you end up okay sure that's cool um <laughs> I can't I believe I so shouted that out. To I was that just going to say, Chamber's going to go buy a bag. <laughs> don't even like don't even don't even just don't um, buy it. Uh, all right, what would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Oh goodness! Like, is does it have to be something lying around, or could it be an actual just like weapon, like that Maybe falls not. out of the sky from like a box? That's Chamber, a good question. I'm gonna to say any uh, any rifle, handguns are okay. No nuclear bombs or weapons of mass destruction. Okay, yeah. So like, you can't have like you can't like Correct, have a make yeah. a wish and have it fall out of the sky or whatever. Yeah. All right, so. Um, you guys know uh, my we buddy know well. Dumb from Shitcoin Talk and mm, the Dumb yep. Stream on Twitch, obviously. Uh, if you look deep in his Twitter timeline, he's got this picture of himself. With his penis out? Uh, with like this. <laughs> this <laughs> not that weapon. <laughs> I just realized what well, I yeah. walked into there. God damn it. Um, he's got this crazy ass like tri-bladed or quad-bladed knife that goes the really? whole length of his forearm. That Way deep, pretty dope. yeah. I would, I would try and rock one of those, uh, just because it's like nice. the most dangerous looking thing that I'd ever seen in somebody I know holding. So. Um, I go Chamber, with the um, like, it's the same bat, but it's either the Negan bat or the Charlie Kelly bat. Yeah, the spiky uh, bat. Yeah, the spiky I, bat. Yeah, okay. Sp- yeah, Got spiky it. bat yeah, goes the, a long, it's, long. It's way. renewable. You know what I mean? You don't run out of bullets. <laughs> you know, you can, you can. It, 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 it stands the test of time. Yeah. It sure does. It's the gift that keeps on giving zombie <laughs> undeath. All right. We'll go, we'll go with two more questions here. Sure. Uh, what would be the number one place on your travel bucket list? Oh, my. Um, I'd like to go check out the ruins Ooh, in uh, Machu Picchu. That is a good answer. Ooh, that's a good answer. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And then last question here. This was... Um, this was uh, one of our would you rather's from last episode, but I definitely want to hear what your opinion would be. All right, so, all right. who would you rather be roommates with, Vitalik or Roger Ver? <laughs> okay, so Roger Ver would probably do some like some some bro drinking out at the bars, and then when we struck out, we'd come home and like have a good like bro down cry <laughs> about like injustices <laughs> to ourselves and others. But Vitalik going out with Vitalik would be pretty radical. Like I would. I, I'm wearing a cat you shirt. Sure, are right wearing now. a cat shirt. Um, <laughs> I've been three, looking three at that the whole moon. time. I'm like, I'm is that like, a cat shirt? shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, like me and Vitalik have cat wardrobes, and we could go out on the town and just do some damage together. Uh, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even playing. Like Vitalik, we're gonna go out for a couple drinks one day. Yes. All right. So that was Vitalik. I thought that uh, I actually chose Roger Ver, but. Um, I thought that Roger Vera would be the kind of guy that would like get mad at you if you or write his name on all of the food he bought, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and like you wouldn't be able to touch his chips or his flour. God forbid oh, you needed a cup of flour. <laughs> oh goodness! Should have planned better. Oh so, goodness! Uh, <laughs> you're gonna fifty-one percent attack my flour, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, that's so funny. But all right, so that's gonna do it for our rapid fire uh, chamber. Do we have uh, a little update on the yeah, wrecked index? Brutal, savage, wrecked. A couple of days ago, I don't think it's looking as good now. Um, yes, we are. So why don't you expect? So the rect index. Yeah, what's the rect index? index? Is uh, you know we've been doing the show for about seven months now, give or take. Has it been that long? Oh my god! Am I overshooting? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's crazy. No, we were. It was end of end of June. Congrats, Um, though. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We'll ask the guests um, 
to kind of <laughs> we kind of asked you earlier, but kind of um, what they're <laughs> what they think some of the, the the better performing coins will be or tokens will be, uh, you know, over the course of the next three to six months, and you know they'll give us a couple and we'll we've pooled our our money together. And and we've been buying bags for the last you know six seven months now, uh, so so you so you're gonna buy yeah. what I show yeah. you directly like yeah. yes. you're gonna go buy Johnson <laughs> Ming Chan is that on yeah, exchange? Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no questions. Uh, I won't even tell you what exchange it's on, but like. Uh. <laughs> No questions asked. We we go buy it and put our money where our mouth is. So, so Chamber, what are, are we up, looking at right now? Uh, we are up in BTC uh, almost 27%. So not bad, considering, not you know, bad. like you said, we started nice. this in July. Um, we are up a bunch in Ethereum. We're almost up 100% in Ethereum value. Um, nice. That is Ethereum's, Ethereum's fault. fault. But yeah. we are down... <laughs> 24% in USD. So, not great. But, you know, uh, it's you okay, want to get more BTCs. I think, you I think know. at the end of the day is what you want, right? That's that's the plan. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're we're kind of at the point of yeah. maximum financial opportunity. So, I like my bets. Whatever I yeah. whatever I show you might be okay. What do you got? Right, well, what do you got for us? You got one or two? Uh I'll 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 give you two. And they're perennial favorites, so like okay. these won't come as any kind of surprise. Uh, I freaking love Trollcoin. No, nope, we I always do not. have. We don't have any of that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, and it, this is also like I know that the the sell side of the book is stuff so that you can buy a tiny little bit Perfect. and it's not going to do anything ridiculous. Uh, you will have to venture onto maybe Blue Trade or the digital price exchange for that one, but um, but it's fun to load up the uh, the tip pot and have let that fly around uh, Twitter when the bot comes back or let it fly around Twitch. So like you know, Twitch is is big. I think I it's agree. only going to get bigger. I think it might uh, mm -hmm. take away a bunch of YouTube's thunder. And so if Trollcoin is a good tipping currency, and I freaking love if, if somebody like just is weird or kind of a dick on Twitter, I love just <laughs> giving them some Trollcoin tip as a tip. Like there's something so just awesome about that canned response of like, I, yeah. but I just gave you money also. Um, <laughs> it's it's good. And then and then <laughs> the the serious one is I've always loved. Uh, uh, Blocknet, I think it's a pretty cool protocol. It's like just a fundamental base layer type thing where you can permissions permissionless. No, 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 no. Oh, if you already have our, it, even better. We don't but have the, it in our wrecked bag. We have it. Oh, we we need a coin bag. Oh, so we also did. Coin? We also did the. Oh, the need uh, a coin bag. Uh, Shitcoin Christmas countdown, whatever we were calling it. Um, so yeah, so oh, we nice. put some money together for that too. And I think I think that's where block. I think that's where I heard block. I think it was one of them. Yeah, so we'll get it for our rec. Okay, we'll get beautiful. it for our rec. Yeah, he and I talk uh, a lot, too. so. Yeah, we it's need that one for our rec bag for so sure. So you know all the FA. I don't have to go into that too, too much. But also it's at like just super mm -hmm. bottomy, bottomy price levels. Uh, 35K Satoshis. Like when it ICO'd in 2014, it was 25K Satoshis. So wow. it's real low. And it's gone as high as I think like five or 600,000 maybe. Wow. So uh, yeah, and it's, I mean, there's, I, I talk to the developers. There's always stuff going on with with them. So, awesome, cool. Those are two two that we will add to our personal bags. I love that you're adding Trollcoin. I hope it makes you vastly wealthy. May you repay yes. all your Aunt Elaine's. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's so. But anyway, that's gonna do it for our segments. Um, we. Really appreciate having you on. We wanted to give you, you know, kind of an open forum here to tell people where they can find you, any kind of projects you're working on, anything that you want to mention. Uh, the floor is yours. No, thanks so much. I'm not going to shill anything. Like, I'm at, at not so fast on Twitter. And um, I'm just really, really glad for people like you that are jumping in and getting real sort of. Uh, discussions around your own framework in the form of a podcast like natural conversations are so freaking important for people to understand that like we're all just regular people we're not trying to pump and dump anything we're just talking about what interests us and there's no like animosity or or ill will in the background you know it's just people having fun discussing something in which they're interested and there's there's some financial opportunity and risk tacked onto that which is fine and that's okay that's okay so uh yeah, that's all I that's all I really want to say is like you guys are awesome for doing what you do. That's 
Dope. You hear that, everybody? <laughs> that You're awesome. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> you hear that? that? That's awesome, man. We if really not so fast it. says it. It's <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, a decree. Sure, yeah, we yeah. appreciate it. Um, but otherwise, that's going to do it for us. Um, just make sure if you're out there listening, uh, subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes. We would appreciate your five-star reviews and ratings to go a long way to helping us climb the leaderboards out there. So um, please, and if you haven't uh, joined us in our Telegram group, we have a lot of fun in there, t.me slash wrecked underscore podcast. And obviously follow us on Twitter at wrecked underscore podcast as well. Uh, Chamber, any oh, last words? Man. I'm just I'm just having a great time now that now that not so fast thinks we're awesome. <laughs> uh, yes, I agree. Um, uh, Cynthia, any other any last words from you? Uh, no, I'm good. This was a good one. I'm super glad you came on. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for fun. having me. The, the conversation trying to get you on here was, was, was fun. I laughed at our conversation <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> the, the invitation. I think revisit that. What was just, our conversation, guys? Y'all saw it. I think I was, I said something about the podcast, and you were like, is that oh, an invitation? Right. And I was like, well, yeah, please. That's it was right. the most low-key <laughs> invitation. I wasn't sure if I was like, did you just invite me? That's so funny. No, we appreciate it, man. We really do. But, yeah, oh, so um, thanks again, Not So Fast. We appreciate it. This is going to be released tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Um, so we'll make sure we tag you and your Aunt Elaine in the uh, in the show. Oh, and gosh. other than that, <laughs> uh, other than that, for Cynthia and Chamber, I am Bunchu Betts. And until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice.